You are listening to The Ortho Show, advancing patient care through the sharing of ideas and information. Hi, my name is uh, Dr. Jason Snibby. Uh, I'm an orthopedic surgeon in Los Angeles. Uh, I've been in practice for about 16 years. My focus in my practice is mainly hip arthroscopy as well as joint replacement of the shoulder, hip, and knee. Um, I am here in Las Vegas at this uh, Ortho Summit meeting. It's a pleasure to be on the podcast. So uh, you were mentioning that you're starting to work more and more with robotics. This is a subject that we're hearing a lot, actually. It's a real trend, obviously. It's, it's a really hot topic right now. Let us know how, how much are you using robotics and where is it fitting in your practice? So I have, I have been a big early adopter of robotic technology. And the, the robot that I use and the one that I, in my opinion, is the best one is the Mako robot, the, the one that Stryker acquired in 2009 and basically other other robots are available there there are there there are other robots there are other robots but i think that we know that so much of what we do is based on precision right and i i was i was i was reading reading an interesting article the other day about the human eye right when we did when we you do a knee replacement right you're trying to make a surface flat you're trying to say this is a flat surface to to support an implant right Mm -hmm. The human eye only if you if you if you start tilting a surface if you have a table like this and you have someone look at it when you start realizing the table's tilted it's in six degrees anything between zero and six degrees the human eye has a difficult time seeing that and so what we can see and what we can understand clinically just by manually but just by looking at the knee and understanding how the cuts are done is very poor. We, we, we are not good at that. This, a lot of this thing is kind of like, oh, that looks pretty good. We don't know where the hip is. We don't know where the ankle is. We don't know the alignment of the leg. We don't know the position of the body. It, what the robot allows us to do is with CT scans of the pelvis. So, for example, let's, well, let's talk about total knee. You get a CAT scan of the hip, knee, and ankle. So you know exactly where that leg is in space. You know exactly how the femur is angled, how the ankle in relationship to the knee is positioned and you can basically while you're doing the surgery make decisions that affect that whole alignment before you couldn't all in this meeting today in this meeting yesterday and today people are showing x-rays of of people from their hip down to their ankles and saying when i do a knee replacement i'm trying to align this i'm trying to align that how you don't know. When you have a patient's asleep and you're just looking at the knee, you have no idea where the hip is, where the ankle is. And that's why when you look at knee replacements, about 20 to 25% are not happy. They're not happy. It just doesn't feel right. And so now what we do is we take a knee with this CT scan. We put, we put these little pins in there so that robot can see exactly where the knee is. And we test the ligaments. We feel where the ligaments are tight, where the ligaments are loose. And we can make an infinite number of adjustments to the implant based on those ligaments. And then the robot comes in and will cut the bone in exactly the plan that we decided on the computer. 
And that is an enormous leap as far as like precision and reproducibility of the operation. You just, you could never do that before. There was no way you could know and position the implants in that, in that, in that, in space. The way we did it manually is we would go in, we'd open the knee, we'd do all these cuts of cutting of the tissue, and we'd cut the bone where, where we were told to cut. And when we cut the bone where we were told to cut, we would say, okay, well, guess what? We cut the bone, but now we, what we'd end up doing is we have to do what they call soft tissue releases. We'd have to cut the tight tissue and release stuff, which causes more pain, more disability, difficulty with rehab, more bleeding, and, and just a bad result. But now we can position the implants exactly where the ligaments tell us to do and exactly where the leg is aligned, and it's perfect every time. So who's, who's not using this, and why are they not using it? Great question. A lot of people are naysayers because they say, well, it doesn't make a difference. It's the same. There's no, there's no research to prove it. There's a lot of research coming out that's going to prove that this is where it's at, that this is where th this makes the operation better. This makes the operation more reproducible and the results are better. I personally, in my hands, this has changed my practice. It's changed the way knee, knees recover. Knees used to be the worst. I had, a, for the first time in my life, I do hip and knee replacements. Always the hip is easier. The hip replacements, they're like, oh, this is so easy. And the knee replacements, oh, it's so painful. I had one patient where I did his hip, then I did his knee. And he said that, and he's told me the knee was easier. First time in my career. He says, the, I thought the knee was easier than the hip. And so I think that we're getting to a point where we don't have to cut as much and do as much. And, what's, and the next step to this is artificial intelligence. That's the next level to this. Why, what's artificial intelligence? So what you do is you take the information, you take the decisions you make. You take, this guy has a, a varus knee of 10 degrees. And it says, what did Jason Snibby do on the last 50 varus knees that were 10 degrees? And the robot will remember that. And it will take that information. And all of a sudden, you'll get information on the screen. Or what you'll do is you'll, it will say, hey, guess what? Of, the, of the, all the patients in the whole United States that had a 10-degree varus knee, this is what the majority of surgeons did. Does it, it, would it know, wouldn't it need to know also the results? Yes, absolutely. So it would say, it would say the 85% the of the, the people that had 90% satisfaction and the best range of motion, they did this plan. This was the plan. They rotated the knee this way. They did this, 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 this based on the ligaments. So there's going to be a time where we're going to be able to take all the data, real-life data, real-time data, and make decisions using the robot based on that information. And, that's, and to me, that's where we're headed. Next level. This is going to be my question. In 20 years' time, how do you see the job of a, an orthopedic surgeon? How is it going to be different? Well, I think, that, I think that, in my opinion, in the next five to eight years, the majority of all joint replacement will be done robotically. Striker is striker is, has, is coming out with a uh, that we have a robotic hip and we have a robotic knee, and a total knee and partial knee. They're coming up with a robotic shoulder, total shoulder. They're doing robotic spine. I think the next level, the the the, the in, I think everyone's going to be doing it robotically, and I think there's going to be what they call automation too. So you're going to open up the joint, and you know now we have to see things. We have to look inside the joint and say, okay, is the implant position right? Is it this way, that way? We're going to be like, okay, push the button, and the robot will go in and prepare the bone 
and then help us insert it without having to get as much exposure, without seeing as much, right? So I think that automation is there, artificial intelligence, and I think, but, but we're just at the tip of the iceberg with this. But the thing, the thing that we're going to see is that the manual need, the way, the, the way people have been doing it for years and years and years, is not reproducible. And if you look at the x-rays, like you look, there's a joke we make with the robotics, is that the x-rays look boring. You're like, you're like it used to be you took out your x-ray, and you're like, oh, I could have cut the knee this way. It's a little bit embarrassed. Look, it's perfect every time because the robot cuts it so perfectly. And so I think that, to me, that's very exciting. And we have... We have a in, in Los Angeles. We have a we have a surgery center. We also have a hospital. Our own doctor. We own the hospital, and it's a it's a only orthopedic hospital just for orthopedics, spine, and uh, pain management. And we are we have one robot there now, and then we're building a new hospital, a fifty thousand square foot hospital, and we're going to put a second robot there, and we're going we're going to embrace this. And and I've basically made the initiative because I'm in charge of the orthopedic side. Is that we are going to be a robotic hospital? We're going to embrace that technology, and that's where we're going. And and if and if you're not going to use robotics, we don't want you to operate our hospital. So, Jason, you're obviously very passionate about this subject. If you had to, if you had a surgeon sitting in front of you now, very experienced, he goes, "No, I don't need any of that." You had, you know, thirty seconds to sum up and convince him. What would you tell him? I would say, how do you feel about a technology? that can make you perfect every time, that can basically take an operation and add a level of precision that you could never achieve on your own, but also customize the surgery to every patient. Because you, me, you know, the 10 people that walk down this hallway have different ligaments. Some ligaments are looser, some ligaments are tighter, some people have harder bones, some people have softer bone, some, some tissues are more pliable, some are not. And based on that information, you can literally put a knee in or a hip in specific to that patient. Wouldn't you want that in your practice? Wouldn't you want to give that to your mom or your dad? And I tell that to patients all the time. I said, I believe in robotics so much, if my mother or father needed a hip or knee replacement, I, would, I wouldn't do it, but I wouldn't allow them to do it without a robot because I think I believe that's the most important thing. And I believe it so much now that I wouldn't, I, if the robot was to break, I, wouldn't, I would cancel the surgery. You know, I would say, we're going to do it another day. Jason, you have a really compelling argument. I'll just say that if I was that surgeon that yeah. you gave that pitch to, I would just look you dead in the eye and say, have you seen the Terminator? <laughs> And then I dropped the mic. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's been a blast talking to you, Jason. I really Thank enjoyed you, it. I, you. Listen, I'm going to kind of go out on a limb here a little bit and, and see if we can maybe finagle an invite up to your practice and come and see this robot. And, and Anytime. It would be my pleasure. That would be amazing. We'll, we'll do like a maybe live Maybe we'll take you out show. to dinner too. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Be awesome. This just got even better. Exactly. Thanks so much for joining us. My Thank pleasure. You.